The Plastic Picnic. You may well know that 3am is the hour of mischief. Anyone finding themselves awake at 3am might discover a naughty idea or two trying to squeeze unnoticed into their head. Especially if that someone happens to be polyplastic. At 3am one particular morning, as polyplastic hid in the shower room of Rock Laboratory, this is exactly what happened. I'm bored! Polly had been hiding in the bathroom all day and night from Leo, the scientist that created her. Naughty Polly had sneaked out of Leo's lab after lunch whilst he was distracted by his latest experiment. Ha! Eureka! She often hid in the bathroom as it was easy to disguise herself amongst the various plastic bottles of hand wash, shower gel, shampoo, conditioner, toothpaste and not to mention all of those bathroom cleaning products. You see, Polly has superpowers and she is able to change her shape and become anything that takes her fancy. Oh, I think I might have just had yet another utterly brilliant idea. Ha-ha! <laughs> Watch out, world! Here I come! Polly knows the rules. She is not allowed out into the wild unsupervised. This is because of Polly's other superpower. She is indestructible. Some of the scientists at Rock Laboratory worry because it makes her too dangerous to be left alone in the natural world. However, this wayward little misfit just can't help herself. Once she decides it's time for mischief, there is no stopping her. And anyway, Leo always says, Ha! Those fuddy daddies, they worry too much. So how will I make my escape? Let me see. <gasps> oh, of course! Polly Plastic, you are a genius. Oh, why, thank you, me. I am rather special, aren't I? Earlier that day, Polly had noticed that some of the scientists, who didn't worry about the dangers of plastic in the wild, would clean their ears with a cotton bud stick and then flush it down the toilet. Polly thought it looked like a rather fun water ride. So she cunningly shape-shifted into a little cotton bud stick and fashioned herself two fluffy cotton wool heads, then waited patiently at the top of the box. Sure enough, one of the ear-twizzling scientists plodded sleepily into the bathroom the next morning, let out a big yawn and then stretched out his bony arm in the direction of the cotton bud box. Polly jumped quickly between his fingers and after a not-too-pleasant swirl around a rather waxy ear, Polly was tossed into the toilet and flushed away to begin her adventure. Polly plummeted down and round and up and over inside a dark, narrow tunnel. It was so much fun. This is so much fun! Eventually, she popped out into an even bigger tunnel and was immediately swooped away in another direction. Then all at once there came a bright light up ahead that made Polly squint and whoosh! She tumbled out of the tunnel and landed with a splash in a large river. The river flowed at a gentle pace, so Polly had time to gather herself after a rather exhilarating escape from Rock Laboratory. As she looked around, she was surprised to see lots and lots of plastic, just like her, floating along in the river. There were sweetie wrappers, straws, lots of bottles and lots and lots of cotton bud sticks, most of which had lost their cotton heads. Hey, wait a minute. I know you. You're all me. How did you escape into the wild? Polly asked the plastic bottle with a red top as it bobbed next to her. It was easy, really. 
Once the girl that bought me guzzled all my fizzy pop, she left me by a park bench to wander wherever the wind blew. Really? Yeah. I travelled around for days. Then a dog tried to eat me. <laughs> that tickled. And then a couple of boys played football with me for a little while, which was quite fun. Eventually, the rain washed me into a little stream that got bigger and bigger. And now I'm here with all of you. So Leo was right. All those nagging scientists who think I'm so dangerous are just silly worry pots. I can go on adventures after all. Hooray! Once Polly had finished celebrating, she turned to another cotton bud stick, grinning. Let me guess. You were flushed down a giant water slide, right? I was. How did you know? Because that is exactly how I escaped too. In fact, all the cotton buds seem to have escaped via toilet water slides. Next... Polly pointed at a sweetie wrapper. And how did you escape? No, don't tell me. Let me guess. Um, a small human so eager to gobble the sticky sweetie inside you ripped you off in a hurry and threw you on the pavement. Am I right? Almost. I was ripped off in rather a hurry, but then I was thrown out of a car window. I floated around on the wind for the afternoon and then landed in a field of cows. I've actually been eaten by a cow and pooped out the other end. Oh, yuck! That really is too much information. So how did you get out of the, uh, you know what? There was a big storm one night and I was blown back into the road and washed down a storm drain that emptied into this river. Almost all of Polly's new friends had been carelessly dropped by naughty humans and then blown by the wind or washed by the rain into storm drains and streams before ending up in the big river. I do love humans. Without them, we wouldn't be able to have this adventure at all. Polly natted the entire day away as she came across more and more new plastic friends floating along in the river. As the sun set, she found herself gazing up at the moon and the stars until eventually she fell asleep. The next morning, Polly woke with a start. There was a funny yellow creature wearing a mask that made its eyes look too big for its face, staring right at her. Then, to her horror, the creature picked her up and opened its gigantic mouth and actually tried to eat her. Polly immediately burst out of her cotton bud stick disguise and back to her usual shape with an explosive splash. <coughs> this sent the strange yellow creature hurtling backwards, terrified. What on earth are you doing, you crazy creature? You absolutely cannot eat me. I'm... Plastic. The creature just stared blankly back at her with its big googly eyes. I am deadly. Don't you know anything? The creature blinked his enormous eyes and then eventually found his voice. Oh, I see. Never heard of plastic before. I'm sorry I tried to eat you. I'm always far too hungry at breakfast time to think clearly. I'm Ozzy. Ozzy Ocean. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. I'm Polly Plastic and I'm on an adventure. Actually... Speaking of food, my adventure has made me really hungry. What does this place have in the way of breakfast snacks? Oh, lots. There are mussels, oysters, fish and crab. See? Ozzy Ocean held up a small fish he'd just caught and took a big bite. Oh, please tell me you didn't just pluck that out of the water and eat it. Um, of course I did. Where else would it come from? The supermarket, of course. All modern food comes from the supermarket. Oh, how 
primitive you are. Anyway, no time to chat. It was nice meeting and everything, but I'm going to find myself a supermarket and buy some respectable modern food. Polly turned abruptly and waded out of the water, then strode up the beach in search of a supermarket. Ozzy shrugged and carried on snorkelling. But as he did, he began to realise that there were actually lots of pink and blue little sticks like Polly floating around in the bay. How curious! I've never noticed these little sticks before. I'd rather collect them up. I wouldn't want any of my friends to encounter a Polly plastic for breakfast. By the time Ozzy had picked up two handfuls of cotton bud sticks, Polly was back with her respectable modern breakfasts and was busy settling herself on the sand. Ozzy was intrigued to see what this modern food looked like, so he watched as she lifted item after item from her supermarket bag. He was very surprised and a little shocked to see that once the bag was empty, Polly allowed it to fly away on the wind. What a waste of a bag! She only used it once! Ozzy decided to go and have a closer look at this modern food of Polly's. As he walked towards her, Polly cheerfully unwrapped her breakfast, chattering endlessly away to herself as she did. Even she's bonkers. Modern food is extremely talkative. You're free, my friends. Free to start your adventure. Polly sang to each piece of plastic before throwing it into the air. Ozzy couldn't help but find this a little amusing. <laughs> Who are you talking to? Never you mind, nosy. Ozzy was beginning to realise that his new visitor was a little tricky, but he had never eaten modern food before and he was eager to find out if it was tasty. Ozzy looked down at the little packages scattered around Polly. So is this your modern food? Not those bits, silly creature. They're just the packaging that keeps my modern food fresh. These are the bits you eat. Polly held up a little plastic tray of prawns. Prawns? What's modern about prawns? I eat prawns all the time. Duh! They are modern prawns because they've been packaged up and neatly presented in this clean plastic packaging. So, does that mean prawns are not wrapped in plastic, aren't modern, even though they come from the same place? Polly thought for a minute. Can you stop asking so many silly questions? You're missing the point and I'm trying to enjoy my breakfast. You don't know, do you? Your prawns came from the sea, just like that one. Ozzy pointed to the calm blue waters of Oyster Bay. The only difference I can see is that my prawns don't come with all this rubbish. <gasps> it is not rubbish. It is me. Lots and lots of different me's. Ozzy was getting very confused by Polly's riddles. Really? Well, I thought you were dangerous. I am dangerous. So you should be very nice to me. She winked cheekily. Well, just be sure to clean yourself up when you're finished, Miss Plastic. We wouldn't want the creatures in the bay to mistake you for food. Polly bought her modern breakfast, lunch and dinner, not to mention crisps, sweets, ice lollies, bottles of water and fizzy pop with pretty stripy straws to the beach every day for a week. And she didn't clean up after herself like Ozzy had asked. Oh no... Polly left all her plastic packaging on the sand to begin its own adventure. After a week, the bay was very messy indeed and Ozzy was getting very cross. As he sat on the veranda of his beach hut, pondering what to do, Polly appeared with yet another modern breakfast feast. Ozzy was now sure that Polly's modern food was exactly the same as his own food, only Polly's came wrapped in far too much plastic. 
As Ozzie watched Polly chuck yet another plastic bag behind her, wishing it a fun-filled adventure, he decided he had had enough. So he marched over to confront Polly about the dangerous mess she was making. Polly! Why, good morning, sleepyhead. I suppose you're off to catch fish. Ozzie looked at Polly's breakfast. I just don't get it, Polly. You bite food like those bananas and those tangerines that already have their own protective skin. So why are they put into plastic for you to throw all over my bay? You really don't know anything about the modern world, do you? You're such a primitive little thing. It makes it easier for me to carry, of course. But you put them in a bag anyway. Polly pondered this for a moment. Yes, but when I want to take the tangerines out of the bag, I can pick them all up at once instead of just one at a time. See? Polly demonstrated this by lifting up five tangerines by a red plastic net that they were packaged in. But you can only eat one tangerine at a time. So why would you need to pick up all five? Ozzie frowned as he tried to make sense of Polly's argument. Oh, stop asking me these silly questions. You're not modern, so how could you possibly understand anything that is modern? Can you please just stop throwing yourself all over my bay, Polly? I'm worried that the creatures who don't know how deadly you are might try to eat you. Or rather eat the plastic packaging from your modern food. Any creature that ate us would be even sillier than your ridiculous questions. You can't eat us like food and actually expect to survive. That's exactly my point. Ozzie was exhausted. Polly never really seemed to make any sense when she spoke, so he gave up and plodded back to his beach hut, leaving Polly cheerfully waving to herself and talking about wild adventures. However, as Ozzie bent to sit on his hammock, he noticed another visitor on the beach. It was none other than Dizzy Disaster. Oh no, please don't tell me that's who I think it is. Hello, Ozzie. Fine day. Oh no, it's Dizzy. Hi, Dizzy. Ozzie knew exactly what this could mean. Every time he saw Dizzy, something terrible always happened. Just then, Ozzie heard frantic splashing coming from the water. He turned to see his friend Gull thrashing around in panic. Gull was in trouble. Ozzy ran towards him at lightning speed. Gull, what's the matter? But Gull couldn't speak. He was turning blue. Try to be calm, Gull. I'll swim you back to the shore. Gull pointed in alarm at his throat and Ozzy suddenly realised exactly what had happened. Gull was choking on one of Polyplastic's friends. As fast as he could manage, Ozzy swam Gull to shore and hit him hard three times on the back. On the third hit, out popped a red plastic bottle lid. Gull, are you okay? Before Gull could answer, there came the sound of more frantic splashing in the water. This time it was Seal. He had got his nose stuck in another bit of polyplastics packaging. Ozzy ran back into the water and swam a terrified Seal back to shore and helped untangle him from the rings of plastic around his nose. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much, Ozzy. That was the most terrifying thing that has ever happened to me. I thought my nose would be stuck forever. Thank goodness you were there to save me. The rings are far too strong for me to break. Whatever are they? Plastic. And they're here to hold Polly's modern drinks together so it's easy for her to carry. Ozzy just had time to finish his sentence when he spotted Turtle chewing on one of Polly's plastic bags. Turtle, stop! Ozzy sprinted back into the water. Turtle looked up a little startled. 
What's the matter with you, Ozzy? Are you afraid I'm going to eat this jellyfish all by myself? Definitely not a jellyfish. It's one of us, Polly's plastic bags. You mustn't eat it, turtle. Plastic is very dangerous. Really? But it looks just like a jellyfish. I think it's time Polly Plastic took responsibilities for herself and admitted that modern food packaging is an enormous problem. Ozzy was furious. He turned to face Polly, who had seen the whole disaster unfold, and angrily stomped towards her. Polly, look what you've done. Polly sheepishly looked down at the sand. I warned you that your plastic friends could harm the creatures of the bay. But you just laughed and made me feel silly. Your morning food is nothing but madness, and I'm banning you from my bay. Still, Polly said nothing. Have you got anything to say for yourself, Polly Plastic? I'm... I'm really very sorry, Ozzy. I, I... I didn't mean to hurt anyone. Well, sorry isn't good enough. You can help clean up the mess you have made so that no more creatures are hurt or worse. Polly and Ozzy picked up all the plastic on the beach, while Turtle, Seal and Gull helped clear up the plastic in the water. As the sun began to set over Oyster Bay, Polly and Ozzy sat on the sand exhausted. All the plastic that Polly had set free into the wild was safely tied up in sacks. Someone else had also been helping to collect up the plastic for she had been watching Polly all week. It was Kyra Knowledge. Well done, you two. You have been busy today. Oh, thank you, Kyra. Plastic is so dangerous for wild creatures. Kyra sat down beside Polly. I hope you have learned from this disaster, Polyplastic. Your superpowers might be good for many things, but a material that does not break down, like everything else in the natural world, has no place in the wild. Polly hung her head. I know. I, I think it's probably time I went back to Rock Laboratory. Leo must be wondering where I am. Kyra put a comforting hand on Polly's back. It's not all your fault, Polly. I simply do not understand why modern food is wrapped in so much indestructible plastic. I can only imagine that supermarkets do not understand how deadly plastic can be for unsuspecting creatures. We should tell them. Yes. We should write them a letter. What a fine idea, Ozzy. A little knowledge can make a big difference. That evening, Polly went back to Rock Laboratory and made a promise. I, Polly Plastic, vow to never adventure into the wild alone again. <laughs>